The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. The senior bowl? Is that what it sounded like? That's how I used to know all the words. <laughs> all I can think of is having a part sleeping with my twin baby. Ah, yes, here it is. It's time to get fired up for some Cowboy football once again. We didn't get the Cowboys Stampede to start the week, but by golly, we're going to close the week with the Cowboys Stampede with the idea we're going to start next week with it because the Cowboys take on the Falcons on Sunday at noon. And it looks like college football Friday here. You got your Mizzou on, you got yes. your Grambling on, and I didn't get both the those, memo. Both of those kind of suck this year. Yeah, but yeah. ooh, something's wrong with my... You got it? Oh. You alright? I'm good. Yeah, okay. I'm getting like a reverb here. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm good over here. Yeah, we're, huh. good, we're good here. We'll carry on and you get things worked out over there here inside the SWBC podcast studio at the say? Star in Frisco. And um, yes, Cowboys and Falcons, we are now less than 48 hours away from kickoff and it's time to get the bad taste of last week out of the... Out of, uh, uh, the mouth of the Cowboys players, and Dak Prescott talked about that when he talked to the media yesterday, and uh, that happened several days ago now that they Were got that bad taste out. Was I there? Were you there? No. No? We finished before you, we finished you were here. our show. So I was we, here okay. with you so we, guys. Yeah. They were dispersing when we saw them outside. Uh, they were waiting... Who were they waiting on? Did someone who didn't show up. Show it didn't show up once again. That's always a bad sign. That's a bad sign. Always a bad sign. On a talk, yeah. right? I, I got a problem. So whoever they were waiting on, they didn't show up. Um, yeah. You can take headsets off if that's bothering I, I you. I think I'm going to. Yes. By the way, feel free. And hey, uh, maybe, can I? Before you go, can we get the words to that song? Maybe get the words. Our, oh, our I, I, I can producer. print them out for you. I because I, I looked it up to make sure what we were playing. I had the right name for it. Okay. And there were several that tried to come up as the Dallas Cowboys fight song. And they were other than the Stampede. You got to put the Cowboys Stampede. Yeah, absolutely. So when you say uh, others, what did they have? What were they? Oh, I don't remember. Altered or yeah, just yeah. their own uh, rendition? Yeah, somebody okay. wrote it themselves. You know. Uh, so and by the platforms. way, you know, just because our teams are struggling doesn't mean we give up on them. Oh, come on, Isn't man. that That's a lesson to the Cowboy teams. fans? Just because the Cowboys right. lose one, you don't give come up on. on them, right? And you know it's so funny? People talk about the uh, how viral and, and un- unnecessarily hopeful our fans are. You know who's the New York Knicks? Oh, yeah? Their fans you are, are amazingly <laughs> dedicated. I mean, they're... You win one game. Ah, we're going to this Super Bowl. You know, right. this is it. We're turning around. You're win the title. Right? They are even more optimistic than we are. Yeah. So uh, to pick up on Bill's enthusiasm uh, for the show today, mm-hmm. uh, Mike McCarthy was trying to make sure, uh, as he said in his press conference today, that they didn't change their personality or culture uh, just because of a loss. 
that that the enthusiasm for the, this and energy this team has has to maintain, and you can't sit here after one loss and get tight, right? And and so he uh, evidently when he was at Green Bay, he de- he developed this little deal. It's the segment is called Brotherhood, mm-hmm. and uh, Friday he did it this morning. Uh, he brings in some sort of, and I don't know, he said it was a bingo machine. So I don't know if it was one that you spin with all the numbers in it or it had the little balls that mm. pop up or around. But he said uh, every once in a while I, I feel the need to do this, and he calls it brotherhood. And so they put everybody's name and number on one of the balls, and they spin it. And whosoever name or number comes up, you have the privilege to come and talk to the team in front of the room. Hmm. And he, so he said they had four guys come up. Today. I like how he words it. The privilege. The privilege he yeah, called not, it. Not yeah. the, the. So uh, would you be want to be one of the guys that came up? They've had hell this number yes, called. that would be great. Would you Everson. Yeah. Oh, Everson yeah, would. I for might sure. be a little too honest. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I mean, even though you guys suck, I mean, I, I, I still think, love I you think, guys. I think what the the message. You know how they they keep talking about being neutral, and I think the message is, you know, not fire and brimstone, but to say, hey. Let's go. Let's get back to doing what we do uh, and not panic just because you lost a game. So, so uh, pull back the curtain and tell us who talked to the team today. He didn't? He didn't? No. Well, you know what? I, I tell you, the you know, I wouldn't be where I am today, which is, I don't know what it is, but <laughs> uh, as far as really just being comfortable around people and things of that nature, if I wasn't challenged to do so by someone, mm-hmm. you know, they showed me not just the advantage of it, but the need. And so, you know, you, lo- you learn from someone, you pass that on. So, it, yeah, you, you, you have to be pushed sometimes, not maybe greatness, sometimes just normalcy. Yeah. You know, and so if that, that normalcy might be someone else's greatness. And then the other thing that he definitely has dispelled this week, and if he didn't do it uh, in front of us in the, in the press conferences up there, he certainly did it at 6.30 this morning on his radio segment when he was asked if this was a good loss. Oh. oh, no coach wants to there hear it or no admit to it. There is no such thing as a good oh, loss. Oh, no one wants to hear that. He would ha- he would so what do you say? What he'd he rather say? have a bad win than a good loss. He goes, a bad win I can teach just mm-hmm. as well, right? That's funny. See, no, no one's ever said that. I can teach just as well from a yeah. bad loss. Yeah, there ain't no win, such yeah. thing as a good Whoever's loss. Whoever's asking that question, they haven't They haven't uh, run a team, coached a team, no. or, or been. You know, I think they just wanted to see him change colors. That's what uh, they just yeah, wanted. Maybe that's yeah. yeah. That's he, was, he was being baited. Mm-hmm. He but, said, but I you, think you can win and not play as good. Uh, he said, but you get the same thing out of it. Uh, he, he go, And then he went into what we've been talking about. He says, it's a long NFL season. You're going to go through trials and tribulations. Mm-hmm. You're going to have injuries. You're going to have bad breaks. Right. But you got to keep pushing forward. And the object is always, no matter all that stuff, is to win. He goes, because at the end of the year, they count up the wins. Uh, so I thought he was... Uh, uh, as honest was really and open good. as you yes, can be yeah, about it, yeah, and, and that, get, that get out of there back. with that stuff about good losses. But but mm-hmm. let's like uh, uh, with Herm Edwards, you know, I, I not never do I agree with him that much. But when he says you play to win the game, you know that that's just what you're taught. 
You don't ever give up even, no, until the, 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 the horn sounds. And, of course, yes, we, we do throw in the towel, of course, but that is just the last thing you want to do. You yeah. know, so that's why everyone wants to stay away from it, even though the 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 the, the goal is is clearly hopeless. But then you look around and say, okay, what what is this uh, Reggie Miller? What if Reggie Miller would have thought that? You know, it's hopeless. Yeah, what, what, nine points in what was six like seconds or some crap like that. Yeah, mm. I mean, so that's where greatness comes from. Where somebody said, no, I'm not throwing in the towel. Right. Know? And and in regards to his his his. Uh, uh, statement about not changing anything that's why his system works you know he's you, consistent you just make some uh, some adjustments but the system you still go as i said earlier back to the basics right which they teach that every day the basics you know everything they teach is based of course they prepare for other teams but the basics is still a part of yeah what they teach every day they never get away from that and and it's like and, and, you know, you have success, and we talked about it all week. At some point, you're going to lose one, right? You think the Ravens are jumping out oh, of man, the plane last break, night What is going on game? with this week, mm-hmm. man? Is it, well, <laughs> this would be part of next week, right? Well, yeah, this, this is just, yeah. really the beginning of yeah, next, next week. week. Oh, man. But go figure that out. I called it, though. I called it. I, I was. I, I don't know who I was talking to. I said, "Man, watch this," because everyone was just like, "Why are we even playing this game?" And they were talking about all these superlatives. And it's so funny to just see how they jump ship in less than twenty-four hours. I mean, that go figure. The I, um, gosh, where did I write it down? Oh, here it is. So the, they point out the they point out superlatives right. until they lose, Baltimore, and then they all of a sudden Baltimore, start noticing it. In the last night, they in the last nine games against Miami was eight and one and in the last three games they outscored the Dolphins one forty six to sixteen and they get beat mm. and 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 you're facing a backup quarterback who gets hurt and you gotta put the starter back in with a fractured middle finger on his throwing hand. And, and he, he comes, comes in, in and bro. leads them. Come on, to the, man. Come and, on. And, and so go figure, right? This is someone who really NFL. everyone is written off as well. Yeah. Not just the way he had. I to. mean, that was supposed to be the best team in the AFC, right? They're going to the Super Bowl. I now they're Buff- six no, and Buffalo three. Was. Oh, Buffalo was. No, no, no. Was <laughs> they lost to Jacksonville. Well, well, really, they're, they're Titans now. But yeah, that's yeah. That, now it's the Titans because they went to the Rams and beat the best team in the NFC. Right now, who's riding the wave? NFC is Cardinals. And the right. Titans, and are Titans, of, uh, Titans lose to the Saints then on Sunday if they're of course if they're, they're the team of the course, flavor yeah. the of flavor course. of this you don't week. want to be yeah. the flavor what of the week. Ah, what do they play? <laughs> what do they play? They're playing it at Nashville. Mm-hmm. So and the Saints after losing to the Falcons, right? You know, so they're oh, due to win can, now. You continue to mm-hmm. go. You can go from the the Tampa Bay game to last night, and you're looking at what seven uh, major upsets. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. major upsets. That's crazy. So anyway, so yeah, just look at last night, right? It, this stuff happens in this league. That's why you got to go back to what Bill Parcells said when he got here and everybody got excited about, I don't know, one team or the other team he was coaching here, and he said, check with me after Thanksgiving <laughs> because after Thanksgiving, generally, you are who you are, right? Mm-hmm. Let's not change anything. 
and, and, and I think he talked even tougher this, now because they're adding an extra. and added another game. So you might oh, have to check a man. little, a little later. That. But that generally Thanksgiving was around a dozen games in, right? Depending, so on you would have four month. left. Yeah, Everyone settled now. You, now you got six left. Yeah, right. That's true. Because the season doesn't end till January 9th. That's true. So, so wait, check me around Christmas Eve. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's still three games to go around Christmas, right? Uh, and, and to think, you know, and, it, and this is a tangent, but I, it, it reminded me in 2003 that still was maybe his greatest coaching year of his career when he got a Cowboy team that had gone 5-11 and three years in a row into the playoffs with Quincy Carter at quarterback, Troy Hambrick at running back, and the leading receiver was fullback Richie Anderson. And they went, finished 10-6 and six and went to the playoffs. Every game was a gut check. Yeah. Every game was a gut check. You know, that's, that's crazy. And then after they finally won the ninth game or the eighth game, I forgot, he gave them the speech, no longer are you guys losers. Right, and, and so they finished ten and six. That's no very, that's very guys cool. Hey, but to say that is very cool. Yeah, no, I mean that was, is really was, very cool to to finally be able to say that, especially with the culture that was being created as losers. Right, absolutely. All right, what do we need to know about? Uh, what do we when that uh, practice report comes out today? What are we concerned about? I would about? say when it comes out today. Of course, it's not changing on this right. end because it wasn't a practice. So today they don't practice, right? So this is an estimation of what's going to happen mm-hmm. tomorrow. Uh, basically, with Tyron Smith, he said if he doesn't practice tomorrow, he's not playing. And he hasn't practiced all week. So when, I would, when did he say that? Today. This he morning. said today yes. that if I don't practice if he, tomorrow. If Tyron doesn't practice on Saturday. What are you reading into this? He's not playing. So, so he's going to be listed as questionable. Because we don't have that at answer this point, yet. Yeah. or doubtful since he hasn't. Oh, practiced. we don't see doubtful very often. Yeah, we don't. You're <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and then um, obviously they put Randy Gregory on injured reserve. Um, it was called a multiple week injury. So with Thanksgiving in practice, it was a one on one pass rush drill, and it was on his get off. He just pushed off, and he hurt his calf muscle. So when they said it was multiple week injury, I think we deduced from that that, okay, multiples at least two, right? And if he misses two with Thanksgiving four days later from the second game, it's three for sure. So three games on IR, and then you're eligible to come back. So for Randy Gregory, probably the best they could hope for is, you know, the first game in December. And if not, then the next game, which you have 10 days in between uh, the Saints game uh, and the following, uh, the following game. So that one hurts. We can continue talking about that, how they uh, replace him. Uh, let's see, who else? Cedric Wilson uh, has not practiced, but he mentions his name twice this, uh, this morning. So maybe they're being careful with him. They can get him back. Mm-hmm. Michael Gallup's definitely coming off of IR, so uh, he will be available. For the game? For the game, yes. Oh. And then uh, the update timing. on <laughs> Perfect timing, uh, huh? <laughs> uh, Quinton Bohanna has been listed uh, with an illness. 
and it's not COVID related, you always got to say that. No one can have the flu or some, you know, something else oh, wrong. Oh, you're relieved right? if you Illness. have the flu. Yeah, right. So he hasn't practiced. So I would imagine it's going to be close for him and Corey Clement. So they've had something go along around in the locker room. Uh, he was listed with an illness. Uh, and then um, the rest of the guys have either been moved to full uh, or limited, and limited because Amari Cooper and Ezekiel Elliott, they just don't let them have every snap during practice. So from an injury standpoint, you know. And if, you have, if you're on COVID reserve, you're not listed on the practice You report. are not. So, so we zero line, know. yeah. Uh, and, and again, uh, you can have an extra call-up because of a COVID replacement. So I think that's what they're uh, doing. I'm sorry, so the, so the Zerline situation again? I'm sorry. He He's still on COVID reserve. And, we're, and we don't uh, get an update until, until – yeah, we're, we're, I mean, unless he passes things on Saturday, he's out. Which he could. He could. He could. Yeah. yeah, it's a possibility. Well, we don't, like Rodgers, right? Because I mean, it's, it's – Like Rodgers came back on Saturday? Yeah. Because we don't get a report on whether – because you have to do it within a 24 hours apart I from think, each other? Uh, yes. Okay. And we haven't got a report on if So if he passes, if, if we he's would find out on yet. Sunday. So. Otherwise, hi, we're Lula. Hi, we're Lou who? Lira. is the kicker. And this occurred to me that not only has – I think we talked about it yesterday, right? Not only has he not attempted it field goal in the NFL or an extra point which is basically a field goal he hasn't kicked off either and I don't know if I'm trying to remember in the preseason he probably did, did and I can't some, remember or at least in training if camp he, maybe? If, if it was if he boomed it out of the end zone or not yeah well how are we with our punter can he do it the kick well? off I don't think anger I think he's Has the he emergency guy but I don't think so so we'll see I mean this guy can kick off now can you kick it through the end zone? Because some guy named Patterson standing yeah, there at the crucial. goal line. Isn't this right? crazy about the timing of all right? of that? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so maybe if you can't kick it over him, then dribble on, it down man. the middle, we, right? I'm sure you have a kick. Who, who's that uh, has a, uh, a defensive back was kicking off? Uh, running back. <laughs> no, no, you and know who was, was actually, it. He was booming you it. You know who kicked in training camp was Tyler Biotish. He kicked a field goal. They were oh, doing yeah. something. Remember, there's some contest or whatever. Man, he would pull him. He would pull a groin <laughs> trying to kick off. <laughs> the kickoff's a little yeah, different. It than is. Extra, you got a boom. point. Right? You, have, you have need to have extension and power. So, but, so consider this. I, I I made this list of guys that potentially would not play in this game or will not play: Randy Gregory, Demarcus Lawrence, Neville Gallimore, Greg Zerline, Tyron Smith. Cedric Wilson, Quentin Bohanna, Blake Jarwin, Tristan Hill, and Brett Urban. Brent Urban, right? Mm-hmm. I said Brett again. Uh, that's a pretty long list, and those are a bunch of guys that were projected starters, uh, you know, going into training camp. Well, when you look at it, this also adds up to depth. Right. You know? Now, Tristan Hill has a chance. Uh, he has practiced. And they don't have to give an injury report on him, but he has practiced this week. I would love to see him come week. back and play. Uh, and then I don't know about Bohanna. I think Cedric Wilson can get out there. Brett Urban's still on IR, and the rest of the guys are uh, basically on some sort of reserve list right now. So that's a lot of guys you're missing going into this game. I have a report on Brian Anger's kickoff history in the National Football League. Oh, okay. Okay. 
according to Pro Football Reference. Reference. <laughs> Which I subscribe to. Oh, you do? With no, the small pro print? Football Is that the reference. small print? Reference, not Pro Football. Why do you subscribe to it? Why don't? I subscribe to what they say. Oh, okay. I, I believe it. I believe it. I In other words, it has your endorsement. I'm like, I'm like, I'm getting it for free for years. No, no. He acts as if his endorsement really means something. That's right. Yeah. As <laughs> long as I endorse him. I'm going, man, I've been getting over, getting away with it. I'm not paying anything for this. There's more meaning to subscribe. Eight, eight kickoffs in his career. And he is his kickoff average sixty three point one yards. That's not booming it through That's the end zone. That's not getting it into the end zone. His most recently, uh, it was uh, two kickoffs last year, an average of sixty three. So does the reference keep track of Canadian football statistics? Well, well I'm going to look that up, and we will have more <laughs> coming up on Nick <laughs> Shots in just a moment. Chores. <laughs> Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek, and we're both with... United Ag and Turf, the official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done... Get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Back, back, back to Mick Shots. Give the gift of the Cowboys this season with Dallas Cowboys United membership presented by Globe Life. It's the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. <laughs> Memberships start at just 20 bucks and include exclusive fan pack and VIP member experience. Tis the season. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United to get yours today. And these headsets got to go. Oh, oh my. That bad, Still man? having difficulties. Okay. Fortunately, we hear you loud and clear. Same thing he had problems with. Somebody turned on the noise cancelers. There you go. Okay. So you're fine now? 
Or yeah, of do we need is. to stop down for this? Or can we continue? You can continue. <laughs> we just want to let the fans in on what was going on yeah. here. Because well, yeah, it kind of went off the rails during the break. You look at the information. He's... Yeah, you know, all, all in on the. All right, I'm trying to find. Uh, we gave a promise of uh, some Lots Canadian, of Canadian football of league stats on Liram Hairulahu, the Cowboys kicker on Sunday against the Falcons, and on this website there is nothing about kickoffs. 47 out of 55 on field goal attempts in his career, though. He was the most valuable. Are they player. all outdoor arenas in Canada? Yeah, I believe so. Man. Yeah, that's and that's kicking in bad weather. Uh, yeah, that's torture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to his longest on. field goal of his uh, CFL career, fifty-six yards two years ago. And you know he kicked the winning field goal in the Great Cup one year for Toronto in two thousand seventeen. In the snow, wasn't it? Thirty-eight yards or something. like I think that. it was in the yeah, snow. Yeah, it was. Virtually every game's played in the snow there. I figured this thing out, too, by the way. <laughs> Even in the summertime. So the field is He's 100. He's proud of himself. With the, the field is 110 yards long. And okay. then 20 yards for the end zone. Man, that's a lot it's of It's 110 stuff. yards to score a touchdown. says the goal lines are 110 yards apart. And wow. then another 20 yards in the end zone on right. each side. So it's 150 yards and of real wider, estate there. Bill. And wider. And, and how and much wider? wider? 60, uh, 65 yards wide opposed to 53. Wow. That's why you can get a quarterback who can run to do damage. NFL, in that NFL league, is 53? Right? Yeah. What's the. Why 53? I that Maybe I, that's how it fit into the old stadiums, maybe. <laughs> but, so you know, it right may there. have something to do with playing you know, with baseball Baseball stadiums. ballparks and and having to convert retro it to football. And I'm not retro, it, but yeah, it, it might be that. I'm not sure. But it's interesting. It's something for Mickey to look hmm. up over the weekend. And Why for us. 53? <laughs> See, it takes a fresh eye like myself to ask these yeah. All questions. I know is length was a problem, especially for the Bears when they played at Wrigley Field because they went from left field to the first baseline. And left field, after the 10-yard end zone, there might have been five feet. So you better catch the ball at <laughs> oh, the beginning of the dangerous end zone. Stadiums right? Otherwise, <laughs> you're running into the ivy wall where the ivy was dead. You, know, you, got, you have to think about this. Think about the disadvantage to a defensive back. In the CFL. Oh, yeah. Because, of course, they can, no motion, they can charge. Before the ball snap, they can, full speed, they're running at you. Yeah. And you have a wider field to cover, deeper end zone. They want scoring. I would, I would, why wouldn't, I don't know, it seemed like it would be automatic to go up to Canada and get some DBs. Because they just used, they're used to covering much more territory. Or they can't cover because they got so much territory. <laughs> but when, but just, it's like wearing heavy shoes or, or ankle braces. You know, the ankle weights. <laughs> you know, you take them off, you're like, whoa, I, I can jump higher. So if you put did them you on a smaller field. I did. Yeah. I don't know if they helped. I did, too. I know yeah. they did not help me. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't jump. I think we just. You didn't jump higher? <laughs> no, we damaged our tendons. That's what uh, we did, yeah. In basketball, what <laughs> color were your tennis shoes, your Converse All-Stars? Uh, they were green. 
Okay. Our, Bogner was green. Yeah. And mm-hmm. MacArthur, we were red. Yeah. And I contended that's why it looked like we couldn't jump is because we had red <laughs> shoes on. Why is that? Why would you think that looks <laughs> – it, it had more – we had a lot of Bill Joneses on our team. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> underachievers. Why, that, that's why we underachievers. couldn't jump. Underachievers. I'm sorry. Overachievers. Mine, mine, sorry, were, sorry. Overachievers. mine were white, by the way. Overachievers. Yeah. I don't think they that's started the – they didn't yeah. start colored tennis exactly. shoes. Exactly, that's my point. They, everybody you guys, had white shoes. Uh-huh. Yeah. You didn't even have leather shoes back then. Did do, you, you? do you still have your Converse All Stars from no. high school? I've got mine. I still do have. My, there is absolutely no padding on. Well, it. here's what you might as me. well play barefoot. Here's what happened to me. I tried to go retro uh, when I made the Cowboys. I went and bought some uh, denim, I guess. Uh, you know, Chuck Taylors. Mm-hmm. And now. I, I, you know, I'm a raw dude. I could play well, anything. Okay. And, and and I have Chuck Taylors from my, and those the Chuck Taylors. They've got nothing. Oh, oh, I my blisters came up, dude. Blisters all over the place. I went out and played some basketball in them. I'm like, man, I got mm-hmm. some old Chucks. I'm going retro. Mm-hmm. I went out there, came home, and I had blisters all over my feet mm-hmm. on the bottom. I they were. It was, I was so hurt because it had no cushion. Mm-hmm. It has no cushion and whatsoever. You, Unbelievable. They, I can't. I'm like, what you know? That's how long, how long, how far shoes had so come. So back in the day, when you got a pair of those, that right? was the thing. Uh-huh. Especially when I was growing up, yeah. you did not wear those outside. You walked to the gym with your tennis yeah. shoes slung <laughs> over your right. shoulder. That's why they, they used to do that. Go to the park anywhere. Going to the park, the guys would never wear them to the park. They would sling them over their shoulders and then put them on yeah, at the park. Absolutely, that's right. Wow. <laughs> Chuck Taylor's. Chuck Taylor's. <laughs> okay, uh, Terrence Steele is he going to be better this week at left tackle? Did you l- listen to Terrence, Terrence? Steele's getting some help? Did, uh, did A little you, bit, not the whole thing. Not the whole thing. He was talking he was, about how, um, how Tyron Smith helps him out. Yeah, uh, that he's right there with him every step, giving him pointers. Um, but when McCarthy talked about him, he just felt that an extra week of practice on the left side. Uh, how about, make a how about huge when he was difference. talking about this is your left and this is your <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. All right. Uh, how about when uh, the difference? You just got to slip that in there, don't you? <laughs> you? When you're playing on the left side rather than the right side, and how different it is. Did you hear him talking about that? I did not that? hear that. Okay, part. because he talked about that. He said it's like everything's different. Everything's different. That's crazy. And and I got, and I was thinking. He said it's like right and left-handed. If you're right-handed, and it's like right yeah. and left-handed. And, and your steps are different. Well, right? here's here's another thing I was thinking about it. It would be like a basketball. Just hearing him talk about it, I assume it would be like a basketball player who's only worked on right-handed layups and hasn't worked any on left-handed layups. What do you think of that and, analogy? And even that, after I worked on him, I wasn't very good at it. <laughs> I don't think you were good at writing. So anyway, uh, I, you know, I'm a little prejudiced on this one because uh, it's not as intricate as making a basket. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's still that target there. Now, I will say you, mentally you got to change things up when it comes to your stance and the balance that you have to have as the play develops and – and things that nature. I mean, one thing on a layup, you're jumping off a different foot, uh, right? Oh, yeah, well, you know? but and only so, only so, in that regard would yeah. it be the be yeah. Uh, different. Yeah, jumping off the foot is 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 easier than jumping off the foot and making a left hand. Right. So it's not right. that. Yeah, See what I'm saying? That's yeah. my point. But in basketball, so, you could always get to the right side. <laughs> See, unfortunately, any kind of way. in football, you are on the <laughs> left side. Now, and as I think about it, like I said, switching to the other side, I've done it. It it. I can see how it's a, it's an adjustment. I didn't realize how tough it was for a lineman. 
Yeah. That is the so, and I'm I am because I don't understand it. I mean, because I don't don't quite understand it. I, I understand that it's a problem for them. That mm-hmm. I do agree with. Yeah, yeah, because it, it seems to be very difficult to do. And so the question is: Will a week of work uh, help him in order? And how much will it help? It'll him? help. Yeah, I think he may still need some help. He will until they Trust feel me. comfortable that you know, with his first step, Which is going to be part right. Of my, part of my pick to click, by the way, Terrence Steele. I didn't say that. Tight end. I did oh, you're not, not going to tell I us. Am not tell oh, you. okay. Yeah, five minutes. I'll be in the last segment of the show. Right. right. Okay. So um, the other question then becomes, you know, what do they do at defensive end? And and, and there's so many people think, well, you just put Micah Parsons out there. Well, I don't think it's that simple. Mm -hmm. And, and, And I think I still think he is more effective in the middle of the field than he is where everybody knows what he's going to do. If he's lined up at defensive end, what's he doing? Let, let me say this. How about how about it being offered as a an option in certain packages? Exactly, and that's I think McCarthy kind of mentioned that. Okay, that you know he's he's versatile. But one of the things he said is you know in the middle of the field, people don't know what he's doing. Yeah, right. And as I pointed and out yesterday, you like, middle, when you stand up, up over the center, yeah. the center don't know which side he's going to. Right. And and he gets the first step because the center got to snap the ball. You know when I felt the most comfortable uh, as a defender because the flex was tough on the defensive back that playing the run so much. When Ernie Stoutner started dialing it up, and we went with what we call the max blitz, and you had either Bob Brunick and Michael Downs or Lockhart and Michael Downs, and then you had Dexter Klingscale who's one of the best blitzers the Cowboys, I think, have ever had. When you have those guys up there, and we call them Max Blitz, I felt extremely comfortable. Like you were good. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had that, uh, what did Isaac Holt say? Yeah, the high Holt yeah, thing. The yeah, the yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, one, two, three, I'm good. Because yeah, it's over with. It's over with. And we created so much care, which is exactly what they do with their stand-up blitzes. It right. looks, uh, it brings back those memories. And it is, it is very intimidating for the quarterback. At that time, not as much shotgun necessarily some guys would still go under and when you're under the center and michael down mike's arms was come on guy can reach from here to that wall over there and so sometimes he'd grab them before they'd even pull out from under center yeah so we'll see i think there'll be certain like say it's third and 15 he's going going a defensive end right but third and seven, third and five, yeah. I want them at linebacker. Yeah. And, and, and think about, you know, we talked about this earlier. Who, you know, who's capable of running with Kyle Pitts when they put him outside? Because he's very rarely in the line, right? He's not your traditional tight end, and you can say, well, the linebacker can take him. Interesting. Or the safety can take him. So he him. rarely lines up tight. I, I saw some stuff where he was out wide, and it's like he was on the boundary. Okay. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Then I better yeah. put my corner out yeah. there. That's where he's catching all his big big passes. Yeah. Yeah. So they're just throwing it. So up. I just think his versatility is what makes him. Them. Yeah, that's right. Fifty-seven targets. targets. <laughs> you got that from he where? Just won't give where, it where, where, that, where, where that information come from? <laughs> right here in their release. What, no, what, oh, I thought it was from. Uh, what was it Pro, pro Football pro Reference? Football reference. Yeah, no, that's that's where we cleared it up. No, that's okay. Pro Football yeah, Focus. Uh, that's why he that. subscribes to Pro Football Reference. Pro Football <laughs> Reference. That's one guy in the country who's actually paying money for their oh, services. My goodness. 
Um, you need a dictionary. That's like paying the guy to do your homework, right? Paying the guy to do your homework. That's I right. subscribe to that theory. <laughs> take your right? test. I'm not, take your test. I'm not paying for the theory. I subscribe to it. All right. And uh, my question for the listeners out there, do you subscribe to Everson and Mickey's Picks to Click each week? Well, I suggest you do, and we're going to hear them next here on Mix Shots. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek, and we're both with... United United Ag and Turf. Turf the official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done, get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. Back to Mick Shots. Register for Holiday Youth Camps is now open. Don't miss the Dallas Cowboys Football Academy and Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders Dance Academy camps on December 21st at the Star in Frisco and December 22nd at AT AT&T Stadium. Space is limited, so register today at dallascowboys.com slash united. And this is alumni weekend for the Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders. Oh, is it? Yes. All right. So while you're out there. They're trying to do your pregame show mm-hmm. on the field. They'll probably have a hundred or so former cheerleaders out there going through whatever they're going to do at halftime. Sixty years of Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders if, in attendance. If they want to attend, I think okay. yes, absolutely. Do, do. The 60th anniversary. Could you imagine if they have the same like injuries and stuff like like former players have? You know, like knee problems because that's some athletic stuff that mm-hmm. they're doing. Oh no! Yeah. As a matter of fact. Uh, the one year um, when they had the opening ceremony at training camp, and Brad Sham, for some reason, wasn't there, so I did the MC thing for mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And they came out and did their little dance routine. Mm-hmm. And the next thing I know, after it finished, the, the one of the girls like disappeared behind whatever blow-up thing they had out mm-hmm, there, a helmet. Mm-hmm. She dislocated her kneecap. Man, I'm telling you, But bro. you know what? 
She didn't leave until the routine was over. They're tough. They're tough. Right? They're tough. They're, they are what people don't understand, and, and and it's a misnomer that they're cheerleaders. They're dancers. They're dancers, and they're athletic. That's why I. That's why I was saying exactly yeah. what I said. They 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 train. They stretch. They get injured. You know, they still have to have coverage. You know, from all the injuries that they had, and sometimes they. You know, have bad hip like like Bill. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? All the stuff, the same. I stuff found out happened. when I when I went on their their trips and did kind of little stories on their careers or whatever. A lot of them were former athletes. You know, they played volleyball or basketball. And one of them, by the way, who was on Talking Cowboys with us for several years, Sonny Cranfield. Um, she was Miss Texas, mm-hmm. but she earned a track scholarship to well, it was Arkansas, one of the, the schools in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, what did you run? And she goes, hurdles. I said, Ooh. hurdles? I said, if you run hurdles, you have to fall and scrape your knees. She goes, <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I did. So you think you got this beauty pageant girl, and she's tough as nails because she's running hurdles. I still have marks on my knees from hurdles. I can never get over yeah, it. Yeah. Hey, well, <laughs> hey, I tell you what, as you got over it, it was for Mickey, it was high jumping. As you, <laughs> hey, back in the day, it was high hurdles and low hurdles, That's right? That's very true. And, and the, high, high the hurdles, low ones They were. got higher as you got yes. older. <laughs> and I, that, I gave up track. I'm like, I don't think I can make that. I'm sorry. They used the hurdles as the high jump company. And you guys right. were probably running on tartan <laughs> service. We had cinders. Uh, we, we were... Cinder. It was like gravel. No, basically. we were we were cinder. Yeah, yeah. we were cinder. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, before we get to our picks, uh, Jerry was on the radio this morning, and you caught it. I, I only caught the first part. Did of you it. the quote of the day? Did you catch? I did not. Anybody that thought we weren't going to have to burn some of these wagons as we go west with the old wagon oh, train and goodness. use some of them for firewood and lose some folks on the way or berth some doesn't understand, <laughs> understand an NFL season. A long journey to get to California. I've heard him use that before. <laughs> it's great. we got to well, burn I, some wagons. I mean, come on. Boy, boy, I'm looking for Native Americans to come charging over the hill. <laughs> <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> okay. And so we move on to our picks. You need to send that to me. I think that would fit in my column for today. Okay. No, that would fit for the Donner Party. That's what that would fit for. <laughs> <laughs> I will send it to you right now. All right. Okay. I am... So we got to make picks, huh? We did so well last week. I have sucked all year. The moment the moment I step out of my bag, you know what I mean? I'm going to go all in with them, then it just totally flips on me. All right. So what are you doing this week? This week, I am... Uh, I think I'm still back. I'm back. I'm back in the bag again. I know we're going to win. I know that we're going to have problems. I still look at our defense to give up big plays, but I still look at our offense to to get everything to right the ship, you know, because we have always been driven by our offense. That's just the way it is. The, uh, not the Patriots game necessarily, but uh, what was the game when they just really had a, a Minnesota game, that was mm-hmm. obviously an aberration. So that's cool. That's the way we are. We were comfortable with that before the Minnesota game, right? We knew that was us. So I'm looking at us to come back and score highly. 38-28, uh, that's the score I'm looking at. And I have one pick to click, which is really easy, but he's going to be busier. And I'm, uh, I'm hoping the matchup comes with Pitts versus 
Mm. Curse. Yeah. Okay. We're going to have to really fill in, you know, uh, up front. I think that's going to – that makes him even more valuable because of his versatility. I think having him on, on pits could – I think it would be a great matchup. I think he may give some up. But he'll, be, he'll do just enough to, to make sure that he doesn't hurt us too much. But having said that, and it's an easy pick because he's always having a bunch of tackles. He's in on a bunch of tackles all the time. He's going to be busier because of pits. Going back to my honorable mention, uh, Kellen Moore had better come out of his bag. He needs to protect who he needs to protect. I don't care how he does it. We can't have that same disadvantage again. And when we, when we hold him off, we are a better team. Maybe not running. I mean, we sacrifice sometimes our run to protect because we are very effective passing the ball. So I think he, he really needs to come out of his bag and show us something different. Keep him off balance. Am I up next? You're up next. So... What was your score? 38-28, right? 38-28. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I got a little scared uh, and got a little confident. I crossed it out and put 24. 38-24. 38-24. 38-24. So if my name came up on the bingo machine... You've been pretty good. speak to the You've been pretty good all year. Um... I have not lost confidence in this team. So I'm going to pick 30 to 27. Whoa. 30 27. Man, that's too close. And 30 there. means <laughs> I either get a couple field goals or I get a missed extra point. You would have three field goals or a, or a, or a field one goal field goal and, and a missed and extra, a miss extra mm. point. Or you have four touchdowns and a safety. Or a safety. Um, <laughs> Which could happen. Could happen. Not, not, so 30-27, and I am sticking. I'm going to be stubborn because mm-hmm. I know my pick-to-click last week was Ezekiel Elliott. And this team gives up 123 yards a game rushing. So I am sticking with Zeke that they are going to load up on him and keep that Atlanta defense uh, off their, you know, keep them on their heels because if not, they're going to try to put an undue pressure on Dak Prescott. So for the hell of it, just for giggles, who, who would be your honorable mention? Honorable mention, uh, it's going to be, and this one's too easy, but Micah Parsons. All right, you ready for me? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm going with so a are the people out there. Cowboys victory. <laughs> a Cowboys victory, and it's going to be one-sided in favor of the Cowboys. Ooh. For some reason, these numbers came to mind. Hmm. 41 and 17. So I'm going with 41 to 17 Cowboys. So is there some gag there? You I always know. have a gimmick nope. for your score. Nope. I've got a gimmick on my picks to click, though. My I got on defense, my pick to click is former Atlanta Falcon Keanu Neal. And actually, <clears throat> with the Parsons maybe playing some defensive in Keanu Neal's role, and with what they've got it tied in with Pitts, what they've got with Cordero Patterson in the backfield, I can see Keanu Neal playing a big role on this defense this week. And um, a second, you want a second pick to click? I'll go with a guy from. Atlanta, Georgia area, and that would be the return of Michael Gallup. Hmm. Gallup finds the end zone. So there you go. All right. I didn't know he was from Atlanta. 
Yeah, he's from, I think, a suburb or so, just so outside nice. in, a, in a small nice. small town. Explain where you're going to be this weekend. Oh, we're going to be at the Omni. Don't forget, we changed oh, locations. Oh, really? You yes. know what? He sent me that. Yes. Yes. I got it. We're I at the it. Omni at 1. I didn't even look at it. I just copied yeah. And if anybody wants to join us, they, you can sign up as you show up. They take walk-ins and make yourself eligible to get uh, in the autograph line. But, yes. So who's showing up? Um, you know, it's been Van Der Esch almost every week. Yes, yes. And Randy Gregory, so mm-hmm. I'm guessing Gregory's not there. And then they uh, last week they had some, some newbies there, I believe. So, yeah. But anyway... And Everson and I will get people riled up. And what time again? One fifteen is when we go on stage. That starts at like one o'clock. Okay, and uh, tickets are available. All right, and Michael Gallup from Monroe, Georgia. Monroe, Georgia. And that does it for another week of mixed shots. And we will shout at you again on Monday on a Cowboy Stampede Victory Monday. <laughs> That's right. Have go, a great weekend. Go Cowboys. <laughs> we better. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!